my friends, Pastor D here, and you're tuning in to Walk in Faith, not in fear. I pray all is having a blessed and glorious day today. Let me open a word of prayer, and then we'll, we'll talk for a minute, if you would. Dear Lord God, again, I thank you. I give you the praise, honor, and the glory, and I just, I'm at all, Lord, that you would use a broken up, beat up old vessel like me, and I'm so thankful that you do, Lord God. So today, as I bring forth the message, I, I pray, Lord God, that somebody can grab a hold of this, Lord, maybe glean something from it. My overall objective, Lord God, is to hopefully help lead somebody to the saving grace of your son, Jesus Christ. So I, I say, Lord, please just use me in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Well, I'm sitting at church today's Sunday. Now, I usually record Monday mornings and put it on the air. But we had church service today and, and, and it was a good service. I've been preaching a little bit about obedience. And today I talked a little bit about our obedience uh, through obedience is when we find victory. Well, anyway, at the end, we have children's church, and the little ones go in the back, and I have a wonderful little uh, a uh, preacher, teacher, if you would, that works with the children. A couple ladies go back there, and anyway, they did a project today, and they each come out, and they read scripture. They each read a scripture, and they kind of memorize it. And she takes them back there, and they look it up themselves, read it, and explain it, try to help them understand it. Well, anyway, oh, done smack my mic. I, uh, one was read today, and it just hit me, man. It just stuck with me, and I was just going to leave it go, but then I thought, you know what? Everybody's gone. I'm at the church closing up, checking everything over, and I thought, no, I can't let this go. The Lord's really pressing on me, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you something. This is actually one verse. It's a Revelation chapter 2, verse 10. It says, Do not fear any of these things which are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested, and you will have tribulation ten days. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. Wow. Did, did, did you notice the condition and watch his promise is made? See, the Lord said we are, to, uh, we are to be faithful, faithful unto death, and he would give us the crown of life. Understand, he didn't say, hey, you know, be faithful for a few years, be faithful here and there, now and then. No, he, he says, be faithful until death, and he'll give us the crown of life. See, there are times in, in, in this world here where the world tells us that as, as Christians, yeah, we're wasting our lives sir, serving the Lord, the Lord, you know. But I'm here to tell you, uh, I'm here to assure you, based on the word of God, that you're doing the smartest thing a person can do with their lives. When you faithfully serve him, Lord God, each and every day, amen. See, God has promised, God has promised to bless those of us who serve him each day with this crown of life. See, when we stand before him at that judgment seat, that judgment seat of Christ, see, if we're going to win this crown of life, there's a few things we need to consider. Like, for example, the problems of the faithful. You know, you hear John, John. Speaking about the, the crown of life, we need to consider two things. Well, the first thing, there is something that, that he was not talking about. Let me hit that. When John spoke about winning the crown of life, he was not talking about salvation by our works. See, the Word of God makes it perfectly clear. We are not saved by works. Um, was Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of not of works, least anyone should boast. It, it astounds me the number of preachers that, that, that preach salvation by grace hardly get out the words uh, out of their mouths before they start talking about salvation by works. You know, wow. 
I think I think what we or the world needs to grab a hold of. We need to grab a hold of and realize that we're saved by grace through faith. Amen. See, it's not what we do. It's what was done for me on Calvary. We became a child of God because of a new creature. We are a new creature in Christ. But I still hear this salvation by works being spoken or preached all the time. You know, you know, there was a preacher a few weeks back was talking about uh, he was preaching a funeral to an unknown party, having the right, honest words to say. You know, he remember attending the service where this pastor stood before the people. And he told of all the many good things this person has done in their lives. When when he got through emulating the many good things he done, his uh, well, in his life, he closed by saying, if anybody made it to heaven, he did. You, you know, the truth is, uh, this person could have done all those things and many more and still die and gone to hell. If not trusted in the redemptive work of the Lord Jesus Christ provided by him before him on Calvary. See, why? Well, for by grace we're saved through faith and not of ourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works. Least any man should boast. Come on now, you... That, that, that right there is a reason to be giving some praise. That's a reason right there to be yelling, Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. See, we hear a lot of ungodly men today bragging about what they have acquired. It doesn't matter. See, in heaven, all the bragging is going to be centered on the Lord Jesus Christ. Nobody is going to be walking around bragging, Look what I did. Look, 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 look what I did with my hands. Look at me. Not one, not one. I tell you, everyone is going to be bragging about what the Lord Jesus Christ did on Calvary to make it possible for me to be there. Amen? <coughs> Church, friends, Anytime you hear people talk about salvation based on what we do or not do, well, they're teaching false prophecy, false gospel, and that will send a soul to hell. Ugh, yeah, I said it. I said it. I said hell. My friend, there is a hell. You know, Proverbs 14, uh, 12 says that, that there is a way which seems right to man until the end, therefore all the ways of death. So when John spoke about winning the crown of life, he was not talking about salvation by works. But, but, but there is something he was talking about, though. He was talking about our rewards. See, our salvation is brought and paid for. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. It's been bought and paid for. But we are going to have to work now for every one of us, for every one of the rewards where we receive in heaven. See, our, our, our text today in verse 2, or I'm sorry, Revelations 2, verse 10, is addressing that church, the church in Smyrna. This church was going through some pretty rough persecutions. The easiest thing to do in times of persecution, like they faced, and like a lot of us face today, I'll be honest with you, the easiest thing to do is quit. Okay? What that simply means is this. There are many, well, there may, let me put it this way. There may be some here listening right now that may be facing some, uh, 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 adversities or, or, or some turmoils or, or some tribulations, maybe foes, uh, facing oppositions. I don't know. All, all And it may be, and it should be probably, hopefully, all for the case of Christ, for the cause of Christ. Things may not be going so well for you. But I'm going to tell you, hey, there is some good news. God says one day because you are faithful, he's going to give you the crown of life and you're going to live it up for all eternity. Amen? Now, Let's look at the problem of the faithful, if you would. See, the problem of the faithful is this. As determined as you are, 
I might, uh, well, let me say, let me put it this way. Just determined as you and I are, we might win the crown of life. The devil is just as determined to see that we, we do not. Uh, I think that makes sense. <laughs> so, 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 so understand, you know, it's like a track runner. He runs, he runs. The, the hurdles knows that the things that he might keep him from winning, that they keep him from achieving that, that prize, if you would. And then there are many hurdles there, there are between him and the finish line. Well, that's kind of like us today. As Satan has placed these hurdles between us and this finish line of winning that prize for that crown of life, if you would. But thank you, God. See, by God's grace, we will face these hurdles one at a time and successfully clear each and every one of them. Now, this this comes from the, the, the persistence, if you would. If you were to look at uh, Revelation 3, verse 10, it says, Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to, to test those who dwell on the earth. That means we have to be faithful. This means every day of our Christian lives, we should persist without fear. Psalms 27, 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I feel? The Lord is my strength and my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? See, God's grace is sufficient for us to face every trial. We, 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 we read, actually, you see it in 2 Corinthians 12, I think it's uh, verse 9, it says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. That simply means no matter what I face, what I face, God is there to help me to be victorious. Now, you know, the reason, the reason I said I and, and me is because we have to work out, we have to work out our own, our own salvation with fear and trembling. Meaning, you yourself, we have to persist. You have to persist without fear, without fear and persist with faith. Faith that's found within self. And, you know, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. See, if I had to face the difficulties on my own, I'd have every right to be fearful. But, but when we recognize God, see, see God, I, I, we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. We then have the faith to achieve victory in our lives. I hope you're with me here. The thing that keeps me going down this highway of faithfulness is my personal productive faith in Christ. Now, we looked at the problems of the faithful. Let's look at the provision of the Father, if you would. The key verse in chapter 2, verse 10 was, I will give thee a crown of life. God has promised to give those who are faithful unto him, unto death, a crown of life. You know, I've heard it called, that some have called this the martyr's crown. Now, there's two ways we can acquire this crown. That is through death physically. During the time which John is writing this, many of the Christians were having to lay their lives down. See, notice the scripture says, you shall tribulation ten days. Now, this ten days represent the days in which ten violent rulers ruled at that time, if you would. Christians suffered under these ten violent rulers, and many had to lay down their lives for their faith. But these are the great heroes of faith, not even mentioning the ones who had to live in the catacombs or, 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 or in the prisons, if you would. And then there's also, you, know, you can look at that the through death spiritually. Every day we as Christians sacrifice our wants and our wishes at the altar of God by dying to self. <clears throat> Truth is, Many times this can be more difficult than dying physically for Christ, to be honest with you. Example, if I was shot for Christ, it's over in just a matter of seconds. But when we have to die, God is not saying we have to die physically for the gospel today. 
I don't know, maybe one day, we don't know. But right, what, he, what the Lord is asking for us today is that godly men and women, we live for him. What God is asking for us today, he's talking about a spiritual death. We have to die to self and live for him. 1 Corinthians 15, 31 says, I die daily. In other words, Paul had the same academic nature that we all have. Every day he had that fight, that old flesh that was tired, that, 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 that tried to rule and reign in his life. It had to die. We do this day after day, my friends, day after day. You know, uh, God says if we are faithful unto death, he will give us a crown of life. My friends, keep this in mind also. The gift, it's, it's gonna, it will be eternal. This is the reward. Well, that is the reward will be your eternal reward. Also, the crown will be enjoyed. It will be a glad day when the Lord grants us such a crown. See, truth is, sadly, many of us do not see the value of our, our, our discussion on the crown of life. I do know this. When God gives the crown of life to those who have faithfully served him unto death, they are not going to be disappointed. Amen? Let me close with this here. Let me go on record saying this. I do not believe there are going to be as many of those crowns given out as people may think. Mm. My friends, I pray you are one. Amen? Hey, bye for now.